Episode 3. We're back. We are back. So excited to be here. Back in the closet. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I know last week we kind of hyped it up, like, who are we going to have on? But we wanted it to be a surprise, and it's actually just Punch and I today, (laughs) because we wanted to give you guys a little taste of just conversations that we sometimes have, or something that's a little bit more conversational and more relatable, and just kind of give you guys a little sneak peek into us as to who we are and, you know, what we bring to the table and what we've gone through in our lives and I figured what's more relatable than someone just being honest and open yeah I think we kind of just jumped backwards or well we (laughs) 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 yeah I think we kind of just did things a little reversed like we were so excited for our first episode that we like planned what we were gonna discuss and then we didn't really we we introed our lives a little bit like what we're going through right now but not anything about like who are we and how did we really get here and um for people listening in the future I think that this will be a fun episode because right now a lot of our listeners are our friends and family to be honest that is true getting started so putting something out there that's a little bit more us centric towards the beginning is probably a good thing. Punchinello centric. I like it a lot. Like, who are these chicks? Two narcissists in a closet. No, I'm just that kidding. would be Ted and Don Juan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he might listen to this someday. I should probably not be calling you know, him a narcissist. You on know the what? Air. I know, I know, whatever. But the the thing is, if we were to put Ted and Don Juan in a closet together, there would be bloodshed. They would hate it. It would be terrible. That's true. <laughs> that would not be a good idea. Oh, my gosh. You know, I talked to Natalia this morning, um, decided that, you know, this morning, well, actually, okay, so let me back up. Yesterday, uh, Natalia, who I have mentioned before, she's one of the intuits that I use as my therapist. I mean, let's be real. I actually told her that today. In case you guys didn't know, Aloe uses her intuits as a therapist. Yeah, just in (laughs) case you guys didn't know, I'm kind of obsessed. Let's be honest. I know. Let's be honest, it's it's what keeps me sane. Or you know what? You know what it is? It just keeps me on a path. Like last week Erica was telling me how my intuition is very high, it's very good, I'm I'm very intuitive. But you also heard her say in the next breath, I tend to ignore my intuition and I say to myself, um, this is not what I want to hear. So I'm like, let me ask again. Uh, so I do the same thing. <laughs> and then you, if you're into like tarot and stuff, all you bitches that do this know <laughs> that if you do tarot and you're ignoring your intuition, like you get the same reading over and over and over, over again, again with reversed exclamation points. And do the, this now. Right. The universe just gives you a giant middle finger. And you guys will be happy to know that I haven't had any cigarettes since the last conversation with Erica. I have not bought a pack. So life is good. And I feel much better. Um, you know, I just just wanted to keep you updated on my life. <laughs> she did not, however, drink any of the moon water from the ganges. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I decided that was a bad idea. The Ganga water has some stuff floating in it. It's from March of 2019. Um, in India. In India. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't drink anything that wasn't bottled and from another country there as well. But anyway, my whole point is I spoke to Natalia this morning and she just cleared me out energetically told me that I was holding a lot in my heart my throat and my third eye which is really strange for me because usually when I get a reading my third eye and my crown chakra are completely open 
that's your intuition and your crown chakra is everything above that so everything ethereal if you will your connection to spirit your connection to other beings very open never had anyone tell me that was closed and I've never had anyone tell me that my intuition was closed and she told me that I was at this crossroads in my life and I think the crossroads that she was referring to um is everything we've been talking about for the past month and that you guys are along for this journey on and I just wanted to say that I feel like I had a little breakthrough today in my therapy session with my intuit and I uh Erica had told me to write a letter to Don Juan last week and yeah I, did you end up doing that I did that how uh, did that go three pages dang yes that's short D- yeah <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys have ever written out letters, but mine are way longer than that. It felt really good. It was like a really nice release. And I actually was planning on sending it because I was like, I want him to know how I feel. I want him to be held accountable for what he did do. And then after I wrote it, I just kind of like sighed and and looked at the letter and I reread it. And I was like, huh. I was like, actually, I don't think I need to send this. And I think it's good. And everything is, is going to be okay. And I decided to, like, really open up my heart to um, Hot Toddy. And everything's been really good since I've done that, like, on, on a personal level. Like, everything was great with him, period. But I just feel so much more at peace. So for her to tell me today that we have, on the 14th, I, I called Punch immediately after, but she didn't answer me. I'm clearly not good enough for her. But now I'm I was busy you. working with Ted. This and I'm going to let all of our listeners Ted and Eddie. know. Ted and Eddie. Oh, God. <laughs> so I'm going to let all the listeners know as well. On the 14th, we have some crazy eclipse happening. Ooh. And you have to be extremely intentional with what you are putting out into the universe on this day because it literally will set you up for the next 18 years. I started crying. I was like, I cannot fuck this up. And she told me that I need to ask for some clarity in my life. And then do this spiritual ritual to welcome what I do want. And she told me I need to like write down and manifest all these things, which brings me to another point real quick. The um, on Halloween, Paige and I mentioned that we did some fun, like calling in the one rituals. Yeah, we did some um, manifesting love for ourselves. And rituals. for maybe another partner. I know Paige punched it a lot more for herself. I mean, I did a little bit for a partner, but yeah. let's let's be honest. <laughs> I have no business finding a true other partner right now. This might be true. However, I did write down exactly what I want in a partner, what they look like physically, what I want emotionally. What yes. And then I reread it last night. Yeah. Holy good God almighty. Mine is sitting. My, my list of intentions are sitting on my um altar i haven't reread it oh i reread it wow and it is spot on i got chills up about my body hot toddy? about hot toddy shut i actually sent the image to hot toddy last night shut up. and shared some really vulnerable things with him and he reciprocated so just wanted to give you guys an update before we jump into today which wow, you guys got that update live with me yeah Punch has not heard this. I haven't talked to we her. We have to talk about other things now because <laughs> we have an obligation to not just talk about your love life on this episode, I know, but I, I have know. so many questions. <laughs> well, we can, we can incorporate them, but I basically just wanted to give you guys a little update on what's been happening and, you know, I tell you guys and, and our listeners, do the work. It's all, it's all these important things that you have to do to like move on and, and open your heart again. And I'm right there with you. 
I am doing the work, sometimes not so well, sometimes really well, sometimes not at all, but I think it's a balance and just keep that in mind. If you are struggling, do the work, do some meditation. And December 14th, full moon, crazy eclipse, crazy intention setting. I think we're going to have to call Erica and see if she wants to get together. I'm thinking that's a perfect idea. She has a couple other witchy friends that she's probably getting together with. We have to do it. It'll be at 9.14 p.m. our time. (laughs) Clearly, I know way too much about this. Okay. Oh, and that's mountain mountain time for people that... uh, East Coasters. That's 7.14 for you. Yes. Does... No. No. That's... Yeah. No, East Coast it would be oh, eleven no. fourteen. Yeah, you're totally right. <laughs> yeah, if you live an hour past California, <laughs> oh, I cannot. <laughs> we always fuck this up. <laughs> uh, but anyway, back to what what we're doing today. Uh, we just wanted to give you guys a little bit more insight to who we are and ask. We're going to interview each other. Yeah, so I think I'm going to start this out with a question, yeah. which is hilarious, because I literally sat down for this episode and was like, girl, I just told you last week that I, t- I suck at coming up with questions. But, and we all call bullshit. Yeah, but like, I can't pre-plan them. No, I, I, you guys, I want you to know, like, 100% transparency. I was totally looking up, like, interesting icebreaker questions on Google before we did this, because I was like, I don't know what to ask this chick. I walked into my closet, I'm like, what are you reading? <laughs> <laughs> But, <laughs> and as per usual, I have a list. You speak so much of, um, you know, the chakra system and your intuits and whatnot. I think you mentioned, if I didn't cut it out doing <laughs> editing for the first episode, that you're a Reiki master. But how did you come to this path of, um, what shall we call it? Spirituality. Yeah, but I think this it's is a great it's question. Like a, it's like a life. It's more than spirituality. It's just like a way of living. It's a lifestyle. Yes. It's a lifestyle. Uh, This is a great question. And thank you. Actually, our friends, um, Heather and Tanner, I was talking to them last night. And I was like, what should we do this podcast on? And Tanner was like, well, why don't you just interview each other and dive more into your yoga? So this was actually a great question. Unplanned on Punch's part, as she just said. Yeah. I mean, I was looking up icebreaker questions. Nah. No one thinks I planned that question. Of course, I have like some dirty questions to ask. Punch, I can't wait. But we'll get there. Um, however, I will tell you, if you are my friend, you you know this. If you aren't my friend and if you want to be my friend, I'm accepting applications. Um, <laughs> and I, I I approve them all, just to let you know. Well, she has a checklist. I have, I have I approve many of them, like 95% of the people that apply. Type A psycho. <laughs> However, uh, I used to be really big, so I've struggled with <laughs> <laughs> I've struggled with weight my whole life. Like I was almost three hundred pounds big. Like when I say big, I mean like no, you know, like I'm not trying to offend anyone out there. Oh yeah, no, no body shaming here. No, I'm just, just saying like for a five four frame, I was a big girl. Baby got back. <laughs> Don Juan used to say to me. <laughs> um, however, I was really depressed and you guys should know I've struggled with weight my whole life like I remember being in third grade and nurse Colucci shout out to Beekman Elementary School she literally looked at me square in the eye and goes you should weigh like 50 pounds you weigh 94 pounds like you're obese 
in third grade. Like, thanks. Nobody wants to hear that. Maybe you should have told my mother, and maybe something should have been done at home, like, you know, better meals or, you know, remove the snacks from the closet that I used to eat them in at the end of the day secretly. <laughs> that kind of stuff literally blows my mind. I actually have a very good girlfriend who doesn't listen to podcasts, so I'm actually not that worried about her hearing this, but she has a son who's adorable and totally not even really overweight but everyone in his family's a rod and so he has like a little of his baby fat still I mean he's not hit puberty yet but he's always complaining about how he feels chunky these days like he gets annoyed when people like make fun of his cute cheeks and whatnot and they pick they poke fun at him his uncles give him a hard time and whatnot and it like bothers me a little but I what bothers me more than that is um you know there's like all kinds of garbage snacks around Mm -hmm. the house and they're like, oh, he doesn't snack or eat that bad. And I'm like, well, but he does, Do you does, watch him though. all the time? <laughs> because I can assure you my mom used to be like, and I know she's going to listen to this, but whatever. And she used to be like, these are for your brothers. These snacks are for your brothers. Don't eat them. Well, the more you tell me not, not to eat them, that I can't eat them, the more I'm going to want to fucking eat them. I was the same way. Especially the Dunkaroos. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> and then, like, you know, visiting my dad, like, my parents are divorced. I think I told you guys that. And we would go to my dad's house, like, every other weekend. And he would have all the snacks. Like, he would, you know, whatever. He'd have, like, apple pies. Like, remember those disgustingly sugary apple pies? He'd have those. He'd have, like, bottles yeah, of I soda. I actually didn't eat apple pie growing up. Because, See, because my you, sister ate apple pie one. No, no, no. <laughs> well, I mean, they tried to keep sweets from us a lot, but my sister ate apple pie one time in like s- maybe I was in second grade, and she, yeah, I don't know, doesn't matter when we were little, and she came home that night from school because she ate the school apple pie, and then she threw it up everywhere, and I didn't eat apple pie again until I was an adult. Whoa. Yeah, I was afraid Whoa. I'd throw up. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so I mean, not to, <laughs> not to blame my parents, you know what I mean? But I, I do believe that healthy habits are made at the home and at, on that level. And uh, my whole point to this is it's been a struggle my whole life. And then I was 28 years old. I was living in Stamford, Connecticut at the time. And I was walking up uh, two flights of stairs to my apartment. And I couldn't breathe. I was like, holy shit. I'm not even 30 years old. I can't even get up this flight of stairs. Like, what the, what is wrong with me? And at this point, I, you know, had graduated college in a recession, 2009. Shout out SUNY Oswego. And I just, like, there were no jobs. There, everyone was laid off. I mean, you guys know what it was like in 2009, if you remember. I mean, Paige was like nine. So maybe she doesn't remember. I wasn't nine. I was in high school. I was. It was a joke. Oh. You were like, what, 14? No, like... <laughs> 15, 16? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was 16. <laughs> 2009, I started senior year, so I, I oh, that's good. turned 17 that year. So you you know, the recession was really hard, and it hit a lot of people, and I was back and forth to the city trying to find a job, and I was just getting more and more depressed that I couldn't find a job, and then I moved to Albany and became a waitress because, like, what else am I going to do? I need to make some money. My mom, you know, I'm living at home for like nine days after graduation. My mom's like, what are you going to do? You have to do this. Like, you can't just sit around all day. I'm like, I'm applying to jobs. That takes like nine hours a day. Anyway, long story short, I moved to Albany. I waitress. I work at a healthcare agency in the call center where I can't literally, I physically cannot leave my desk. And all they do is have food days. So I gain. I hate crap like that. Oh my God. They used to do that at an orthopedics office that I worked at. 
I mean, not too terribly, like, they weren't designated food days, but, like, there was always donuts. (laughs) There was always cake or whatever. Somebody always had a birthday. Yes. It's like, how am I not supposed to eat that when it's staring at me? Exactly. And at the same time, like, you're chained to your desk. You're, like, the only joy I have is to get up and go get this food on it. (laughs) I was no, I just, like, lost all the joy in my life. Like, literally, my, my friend Jess, who I lived with at this time, she can contest to this. Like, I'm a completely different person now. But basically, my whole point is, uh, 28 years old, I kind of just woke up. 2015, I woke up one day and was like, this, there has to be a better way. And uh, as I told you guys, I quit smoking cigarettes. I used to smoke like a pack a day, so I quit. And then I was like, and then I ate like almost an entire pizza to my face from Planet Pizza. And I was like, oh, no, 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 this is going to be terrible. So I decided then and there to go on a diet. And I did the 21-day fix with Autumn. You can do mm-hmm. anything for 60 seconds, if any of you know it out there. Like, the worst line ever. Like, you want to throw a fucking weight at the television. And I started in the pool at the Y with the 85-year-old women in aqua aerobics. You bet your ass I did. And then I moved to spin because my knees were so shot from being so overweight. And I literally, like, would go to spin class and the spin instructor would, like, throw me shade but I would still go wow. every day. Oh, yeah. People downstate, like, Ugh. not nice. Okay. I, this is, like, one of those things where I'm, like, I'm so glad I don't live in New York anymore. Yeah. Same. You know, <laughs> I am usually kind of one of the bigger girls in my spin class. Like, there's usually a couple girls that are, like, maybe a little bigger than me. Yeah. But I feel like here. But they're there. The they're communities here are so much mm-hmm. more supportive of yes. people that want to make a change. It's like nobody gives a crap what you look like. They just give a crap that you go. That you're here. And that's way more genuine here than it ever was in my experience in New York. Right? And mm-hmm. I just feel like you should celebrate It's like they the judge you for having you gotten went. there in the first place. Yes. They're you know? Like, what does this girl think she's doing on this bike? And you know what? I just kept going. I kept my head down. And I lost 120 pounds in the course of five years. And, you know, it, it went from the pool to spinning to walking to jogging to running and then to lifting and then I got into this yoga journey Mm -hmm. and that's how I wanted to introduce you know kind of my backstory as to how yoga found me Mm -hmm. and I find that yoga finds people I don't want to cry crying's okay (laughs) we just told Erica last week we cry all the time yoga finds people when you need it the most and I think that (coughs) For me, I needed it the most then because I knew that I wanted more for myself. And I went on this this journey and I ended up making like the best friends in life. I ended up moving home, trying to save money to like buy a house. And I ended up going to this, this gym in my town and in meeting my best friend, Christy, who lives back east. And we had been working out for like six months together. And I said to her one day in our class, I said, girl, I said, your body is my goal. She goes, she turns to me and she goes, you know, I used to be really fat, right? (laughs) (laughs) And I turned to her and I was like, shit, me too. And like, they always say that, like, you become best friends the second that you turn to one another and you say, you too? Oh my God. And we just started hanging out all the time and working out and just being a support system for one another. And I think if you're out there right now and you're listening and you're like, oh, I really need to do this. I need to take my life back. Find yourself a support system. 
you can DM me, you can email us. I seriously will be your best friend and support you every day and hold you accountable and help you in any way possible. I think it's really important to do that when you're on this journey. And it is important to love yourself too at any stage. And I struggle with that sometimes because I'm like, my body is this, my body is that. And really it's like, my body is strong. She is a fighter and she has, she does so much for me. Like hiking, you know, at 6,000 feet elevation or 9,000 feet elevation, 13,000 feet elevation, like I'm just shocked at where I am now as to where I was five years ago working out in a pool with 85-year-old women embarrassed as fuck to even be in a bathing suit with old people. <laughs> you know what my favorite part about this conversation <laughs> is? Is that when we were trying to come up with something to do and, and Aloe threw out interviewing and I was like, I haven't come up with anything good, so that's great. Let's do it. <laughs> Throw me out of my comfort zone. But Paige had a long week. I, girl. You guys, my dog shat on my floor and then the robo vacuum <laughs> drove over it and dragged it, drug it around my house. <laughs> well, at least your cat's anal gland didn't burst blood <laughs> everywhere <laughs> because that happened this week as well. It's been a week for the pets. <laughs> um, if you guys Cheers. didn't know, we have Ringo and Layla. There are pets, my dog Ringo and her cat Layla and... You know, if we make it big one day, if somebody wants to send us cartoon drawings of them, I won't be mad about it. Yeah, but. or outfits. Ugh. Layla also really likes blue buffalo. <laughs> blue buffalo. Blue buffalo. Blue, 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 blue. buffalo <laughs> duck food. <laughs> but um, that's so funny. Um, what I was going to say is that, you know, something you and I both have in common that I thought we could maybe talk about. And then I was like, I don't know that I'll have anything to say, but Aloe definitely will. <laughs> Um, more so than me is um, like what if we did an episode called for the love of making the change yeah because you and I this have could be both yeah. really taken our lives by storm you I think it's been a little bit of a longer journey mine's a little newer but you're you're um, doing it and then we both I think have struggled with our body image so and I think that really stems from society and it really stems from you know magazines and shows and I think now they're doing a better job you know like we have Lizzo out there Lizzo be eating you know and she's down with it I like watch her and I'm like this bitch loves herself like I wish I could love myself as much as Lizzo loves herself (laughs) I'm working on it I'm not gonna say anything (laughs) I'm working on it yeah you know what I mean it's I wish I could love myself as much as Lizzo loves herself, but like for me, part of the things I don't like about myself, and like this is where yeah, it's true. Ooh, I'm I'm gonna have to be careful because this is a hot topic, like body shaming and things. I don't want to get into. We're not that, body shaming anyone. No, I just told y'all I was 300 pounds. No, I couldn't even no walk up a flight of stairs. Part of me loving myself, <laughs> right? Part of me making my journey is that I look in the mirror and I, I what I see back, I'm upset about because. I want to look healthy. I want to look the version of healthy that I feel I live. Yeah, that makes sense. If I'm not reflecting that back to myself, then maybe I'm not as healthy as I think I am. It's kind of how I feel about it. Yes, yes. I I feel the same way. And it's it's hard to stay on the path. Yeah, 100%. My friend Brittany stayed over last night. Uh, We went to yoga. She stayed over, whatever. Long story short, she said to me this morning as I'm on my Peloton as she's leaving – She's like, you know, because we're talking about it. She's like, you're so good. And I was like, I'm really not. I just like, I'm very dedicated. And, uh, you yeah, know, sometimes you this, I, think. I like to eat food. 
<laughs> Same girl. Like a lot of food, you know, like sometimes I really enjoy like an oatmeal cookie or like six and <laughs> a pint of ice cream. And, you know, and I was also talking to Christy about this yesterday because we were both we, we do this thing where we go up and down, up and down. And I think it's exactly what you said, Paige. It's it's we we want to look how we feel or how you know we treat ourselves and like 90 percent of the time it's you know all healthy food and then 10 percent of the time i'm like let's order a pizza let's face this pizza yeah and let's the problem is when we start doing like let's get pizza and then i had mcdonald's yesterday and then let's go have chicken and waffles at brunch which we did last With, week. No, I was going to say this is a fiction. <laughs> this is a fictional story. <laughs> We're going to have to cut. No, that. no, no. And also, I don't eat McDonald's. <laughs> oh no, that was me. <laughs> I don't usually eat McDonald's or no. fast food ever. Really, I used to. Actually, oh, you guys, too. before I met Ted, like as much as Ted drives me crazy in a lot of ways, like Ted's been a very good influence for me, like a big catalyst for me to change my health. Yeah. Um. And when I first started dating Ted, I felt like I was starving hanging out with him because Ugh. he, he, okay, first of all, he eats like a bird for one. So like, I didn't want to tell this guy I thought was super cute and very, very fit, fit. that I was still hungry. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, so can I get this? Sometimes like- I'd like, he'd make like an amazing vegan soup or whatever. And then I'd eat a bowl of it and then be afraid to be like, can I have another one? Because like, like, can I get a salad? Can I get a piece of bread? Can I get right, something anything, other than this? Right? Yeah, no bread, <laughs> but um, salad maybe. Bitch, you know um, I love my bread. And then I'd be out late and we would have like a cocktail or two and then I'd be starving. And so I'd like pop into McDonald's on the way home and then I'd feel like crap. And I just decided yeah. I had to stop doing that yeah oh you mean you can't eat an entire pizza to your face and like think you're gonna (laughs) lose weight (laughs) what (laughs) i believe that's called binging and i'm pretty sure it's an eating disorder pretty sure i had that (laughs) oh yeah and i would do it in secret sometimes i'm being very honest you guys just know all my dirt at this point i would literally like eat a sleeve of oreos in the closet of my house i would go into (laughs) I would do the same thing. I would go, you know what? I felt like I was so not allowed to have sweets that when I'd be home alone, I'd literally take this sugar scooper and eat straight <laughs> Okay. I'm, that, I love that we've turned this episode into what it is and we'll probably just stay here, but yeah. I can't even tell you. Okay. So Willy Wonka, you know, like the chocolate scene when, when they're in like the, the river's flowing and Augustus gets sucked up into the, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I would watch this movie and go upstairs and get the Hershey syrup and pour it in a bowl and eat it with a spoon. Just saying. I I'm with you with eating pure sugar. Definitely done that. I skipped the bowl and the spoon. I just went right <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> Not watching that movie, though. Watching his Augustus get sucked up the tube, like, really <laughs> made me feel sick to my stomach, to be honest. Oh, my dad used to tell me all the time. He'd, he, we'd be at, like, holiday events. He'd be like, do Veruca, because I would do Veruca Salt very well. Just embarrassed. Let's see it. I don't know if I could still do it. Well, I bet you can. Um, Hold on, wait. Let me get out my phone so that I can get live image of you doing this for our oh listeners. Oh God, this is Hold, terrible. Please, this is like uh, this is just mortifying. Okay, you're on candid camera. Okay, but Daddy, I want a golden goose, and I want it now. I thought it was golden egg. Uh, is it the golden egg or the golden goose who lays the golden eggs? I'm pretty sure it's the goose. <laughs> I just think the eggs are golden. I don't know, actually. <laughs> that was a good one though i bought it (laughs) pretty sure it's the goose anyway the whole the whole point is you know (laughs) most people binge eat 
and they hide it and they don't tell people. And yes, I did that. My a friend bit. Christy, I'm sure she wouldn't mind me sharing this. She used to say the same thing. She'd go to her aunt's house and her aunt would find like wrappers like in like a bedroom closet and her aunt would be like, you know, you can just eat this in person like with all of us, right? Mm-hmm. But I think as young kids we're, we're made to feel one way or another. Like my mom, like she's like, let's get you a personal trainer. I'm like 10 years old. Let's put you on Anna Nicole Smith diet pills. Oh, yeah. I remember the first time my mom brought up me doing Weight Watchers, and I was, like, mortified. Same. Well, and I, you know what? And my, uh, my body stuff kind of stemmed more from being in the ballet community. And so, like, I had a skewed idea of the way I looked anyway. Like, I actually Same. don't think – I've had, like, a moment or two where I've definitely been, like, overweight, but I don't think I'd ever was, like, classified as obese. Oh, you know? I was. I think I still am, technically classified as obese. I don't think you look obese though. I I don't look obese. I think you look But great. I think any like a BM, a certain BMI. Yeah, it's like they consider you right obese and I'm right. like I think I was like riding that line. Oh, but I've never I don't know if I've ever surpassed. It. Maybe. I actually don't know. Well, I think you're beautiful. Thank you. I think you're beautiful. Thanks, guys. You guys love your friends. Um, um yeah, exactly. Lift each other up. Right? And but that goes back to the yoga and like how I ended up on that journey. Right. I uh, started doing yoga and I really fell in love with the mental effects from it and decided that it was going to be something that I really wanted to focus on. And I started going like every day on top of like lifting and running and doing all these other things. And then I ended up in India for a month last year with uh, Christy and my, uh, like uh, 10 of my really good friends and who would eventually be my yoga uh, instructor, like my teacher. And I started teacher training while I was there, and I did my Reiki certification, and I had a really hard time meditating. Deepak, my Reiki master, used to be like, God, Allison, you fidget. Like, you suck at meditating. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, just sit still. And my body felt so anti-stillness. Stillness. Because I I had so much stuff that, as Erica said last week, I just suppress and, like, push down I'm like we'll deal with that at another day (laughs) right no kidding I do that too yeah and I think that um yoga finds you when it when you need it the most and it kind of really helped me realize uh like the first week I was there Christy and I were getting up at four o'clock in the morning and working out for an hour and then we'd go to yoga at 5 a.m and then we'd do a meditation and Reiki at like six we did that for like a week and then we were like we can't this is not sustainable we're walking like 20,000 steps a day we're barely eating because we're in India mm-hmm. and we were just like this is not sustainable so we fell out of our crazy pattern and the next thing you know three weeks have gone by and now we're home and we didn't gain weight while we were in India, but as soon as we got home, we were totally off our schedules, totally off our routines. And I think we learned a little we bit more all balance. Know how much you like a routine. Oh my God, I know. But I think it taught us like this balance that we're still trying to figure out. Because I think people like you and I, Punch, struggle with that. It's like we're either all in or we're all the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Usually that's how it works. I mean, like you heard Alka. Alica, that was fun. I like that. You you heard Erica last week telling me I need balance in my life, and that's what I'm learning. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think we'll always be learning. I think it'll be a forever struggle for me, at least. I think it has to be. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Yeah, 
because I mean, how boring would life be if you found your balance and then nothing ever new happened to throw it off? That's true. And then I also think about like how boring life would be without cake. (laughs) 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 And I'm like, do I value being this very thin girl and never eating cake? Or do I like being pleasantly plump and eating cake? Yep, I'm going to go with the latter. <laughs> See, whereas I don't feel that way about me, personally. <laughs> but not in like a, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Uh, but, you know, I don't ever want to, I don't want to never eat cake again. But realistically, I know inside that one of the biggest things that makes me unhappy is that I don't like my body that I have. Mm. And I don't have this, like, crazy goal to be, like, a woman with a six-pack. Actually, I I don't like that. On no. Women. no hate on women who have that. I mean, like, you're a beast. Rock I don't it. have a desire for that for myself. Like, I'd just like to be, like, a size six or a four. And I know. The smallest I got to was eight. Oh, I've been an eight once. It was nice to be an eight. <sighs> I was like, oh, my God, I'm not in double digits. <laughs> oh, right? Is that so is nice. such a good feeling. I remember I called my mom. And I was like, Mom, I just put on a shirt and it's size 8 and it fit. And she was like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> My mom is so funny because she's so supportive but was like also pseudo part of the cause, I think, of my um, – Criticism. Yeah, mm-hmm. and my negative relationship. I was just talking to Eddie about this actually this weekend. Um, it's funny that you – that it, we're talking about this, but um, – you know, I was just talking about how I have like a weirdly negative relationship with exercise hmm. um, because it always felt like a punishment. Like if I oh, didn't yes. want to go to dance class, I had to go. Yeah. And if I didn't want to play a sport, I had to go yep. anyway because I'd paid for it. And that, I mean, it made sense. So I was like, you got to go until You're committed. Like it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I always re-signed up for dance. You know, it's like not like I didn't like dancing, but I'd always had like activity. And then when I started to feel like I was getting overweight and whatnot as a child, um, or like teenager, right? You know, not like eight, but, um, you know, my mom would encourage me to go run on the treadmill, but it felt like a punishment. Yes. It's like a, you don't look good the way you are, but really, and you know, are my you mom's sure listening to this and like, <laughs> I want my mom to know and all the listeners to know that I know my mom's intentions were like very loving. Oh, it was like, she just wanted me to be healthy, but I think... Um, I hated it so much that I still struggle and I think a lot of people struggle with this but like I think I do more so than like my peers from just talking to them about it I struggle so much to get up and go to the gym because it doesn't feel like a privilege for my body it feels like I'm punishing myself it's funny that you say that because when I first started this journey that's how I felt too yeah I would be like oh I ate I ate a couple slices of pizza last night now I have to go and run six miles or mm. I'd like punish myself for the food that I would indulge in. See, I just starve myself when that happens. <laughs> oh my God, I can't. <laughs> I, I can't. I literally can't. I was, I feel, I'm like one of those people and I'm like, I feel nauseous when I don't eat. <laughs> no, no. And I actually had like a little anorexic stent, stent in oh. high school. A lot of people don't know because I was never like small enough for it to be that noticeable. Um, that like, any, I, I didn't look well actually sometimes I look at like these couple of photos and I'm like oh my gosh I look emaciated but and I remember still feeling so obese at that time and that's like how you know it's a body image image disorder and not like you know sanity um but I uh 
I think I went through like most of my freshman year of high school. I okay. Not only did I go on Adderall that year, which oh, became like my best friend for uh, for this crack? habit, right? <laughs> um, but I would my mom would pack me lunch every day. Oh my gosh, this is so okay. So you were gonna ask me a question. I think of like what's a big secret you kept from your family. I don't know if I ever told them this, but they're about to know. Um, if I haven't, I might have. Anyway, um, my mom would pack lunch every day, and she'd give me like a breakfast bar. I would throw it out. Ugh. I'd throw out my lunch. I'd get a smoothie. I'd drink a third of the smoothie, and then I'd come home and have two bites of dinner and just be like, I ate a lot at lunch today. And I did that for months. And I went, I probably dropped like 30 pounds in like a month and a half between the Adderall and No, I'm that. just kidding. I <laughs> right? It's like, it's so bad for you. But like, you know, and that's how I know there's something going on up upstairs with mm-hmm. that because I'm like, God, I wish I could still do that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Not me because I'm like, I feel faint. Yeah. <laughs> I no. need a Pop-Tart. <laughs> I don't truly wish I could still do that. Know, but I'm like, I, I think I could do it for a month just to get to where I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> I always used to say that. I'm like, I wish, I wish. And then it's like, I, I know friends of mine who actually have anorexia and, or, or you know, because I feel like even if you conquer it, it's always something that's, you know, you're always going to be battling kind of yeah. like us with the balance. And they would say to me, girl, you do not wish that on yourself. Like you are no. healthy and like all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but like what you don't know is that like I binge. Like people are like, because like, and people would say all the time, they're like, well, I don't understand you don't eat that much. And then like, well, yeah, not closet. in front of people. Yeah, I'd be in the closet <laughs> eating like a pint of ice cream. Like I don't, I don't even know. But all I know is that I feel that everyone struggles one way or the other, mm-hmm. and it becomes this lifelong battle. And now, now that I've been doing this for about five years, um, I will tell you, I, li- I had this this love hate relationship with the scale. I used to weigh myself religiously every oh, I morning. Oh, I can't even own a scale anymore. I have not been on the scale in months. And I don't even get on it. You know, Tanner had said something to me. My friend Tanner had said something to me like, you know, just nourish your body. Eat what you want and make sure you work out and just don't overeat. That's that's like the best advice I can give to anyone, including myself. It's like eat the things that you want. Just don't overindulge. Like have a cookie. Don't have six cookies all the time. How are you supposed to do that? I don't, it's hard, <laughs> but I can do I just do don't it. eat the cookies. Like I literally. I know, I don't buy them. No, Paige I Paige comes to my house and she's like, you have nothing to eat. I'm like, mm. No, I mean, but that's how it is in my house too. <laughs> I literally, I don't buy snacks. Yeah. I, that's one of the biggest ways that I've tried to control my eating is like, I literally just, like, don't I don't snack. It. I feel like a lot of skinny people graze, but I'm like, I don't know how you buy a bag of potato chips and don't eat the whole thing. Yeah, yeah the, I don't. Yeah, like I just don't buy it. <laughs> exactly. I literally buy enough to make meals, and then if I'm hungry between meals, like have an apple. I starve. My mom used to say that. I'd be like, I'm hungry. She'd be like, Have an apple. I'm like, I don't want an apple. I want the thing of Dunkaroos. Right. <laughs> I want the Cheez Its. <laughs> and Ted and I were both obsessed with Cheez Its, and my roommate, um, Anissa, it has like boxes of Cheez Its in the apartment, oh, and so like funny. it's so hard not to just go steal her Cheez Its all the time. Oh my God. I mean, I, I haven't had cheese in forever, except for vegan ones, because there's so much milk, but they are pretty good, I have to say. Do they have a lot of milk? Oh, yeah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I try to avoid dairy. For those of you also who don't know, about two years into my weight loss, I went vegan. It's about mm-hmm. three and a half years ago, four years ago now. And uh, I don't eat dairy. I don't eat meat. Yeah, you don't want to see her eat dairy. No, I get really sick. I mean, Erica said it on the 
I don't know if we cut it, but she, she... No, I'm pretty sure I left it. She was like, you can't eat dairy. I'm like, oh, I don't eat dairy. Yeah. I will get pimples. I will get a sinus infection. I was sick all the time. I had sinus infections every other month. I was constantly on antibiotics. And as soon as I cut it, everything just got better in life. And every like all the inflammation went down. And everything just um, improved. And um, I don't know. Yeah, I think that that's like actually a massive thing for so many people and it's like super sad because they don't even know um you know uh, i don't want to like be that person that just rants on about like how much the meat industry and the dairy industry suck um i personally believe they suck but i also like i don't judge or hate or hate on um friends who eat meat i don't think eating meat is actually necessarily that bad of a thing it's just something like i i mean people choose to be vegan for a variety of reasons right i'm not vegan i'm pescatarian i eat that way because i feel better eating pescatarian Mm -hmm. um i don't think i could ever completely give up cheese but i don't buy it anymore and i never ever buy milk i've never really drank milk though to be honest so i just think everything some cheese like the milk industry literally sells their excess to everyone put it put this in your cheese it's put this well, in. and i don't buy crap like that so no i know i know ju- you don't oh, yeah. but i'm just saying like people who are like right. i don't drink milk. i pretty I'm much like it's in everything i pretty much <laughs> just buy produce yeah. and whole foods seafood and like tofu and that's it's about it yeah it's good i don't buy anything i don't buy bread I haven't bought bread in years, though, you guys, because I, I just realized that if I have the bread, I eat it, and I don't buy bread, I don't buy pasta, because if I have it, I'm going to eat it, and I don't really want to eat it, and I'd rather eat other stuff, so I just don't buy it, and um, so I eat this pescatarian diet, but I think one of the biggest issues, especially in the United States with such a prevalent meat and dairy industry, and especially since, like, I've, I've noticed since I've gone pescatarian, like, the options for food that are such garbage food that are surrounded around meat and dairy is like astounding Mm -hmm. it's disgusting like i realize that i eat healthier when i go out just because i don't eat meat and like they're not making like salads that are horrible for you you know i mean like i'm sure they're not always great like a caesar salad's really not that good for you to be honest but yeah that's um, true but anyway. You can tell that we've struggled with weight loss our whole lives because we're <laughs> like, there's way too many points in Caesar dressing. I don't even know. I never, I never did the points thing. Um, I was like, I don't want to be a part of something that tells me I have to have fewer points. I want all the points. <laughs> you know, that system's fucked up to me. But, um, you know, power to the people it works for. Um, but anyway, sorry, I'm rambling. It's okay. But I think the... I, I love this book. I'm going to put a link in it. It's not going to be for everybody. It's called Life-Changing Foods by Anthony Williams. And it talks about... I like it. Oh, I've read that. Oh, it is so good. Ted <laughs> has that book? Ted does have that book. I borrowed that book. Yeah, I've, I've actually, I've bought myself four different copies. I love it so much that I give it to friends. And I'm just like, keep it. I'll buy myself a new one. Also, another great book kind of like that is Chris Carr's The Crazy Sexy Diet. Ooh, I don't oh, my God. She like cured herself from cancer, all of this stuff. Yeah with this amazing diet i have it you can borrow it um we're not doctors we don't know what cures cancer but no but it's about it's uh, the book is about that yeah interesting yeah i'd love to read that. it's all about like alkaline foods and all of this stuff that you know because they say like like punch said we're not doctors but they say that like sugar which sugar is so addicting and i i'm addicted to sugar i I eat very little sugar i'm I'm addicted to it Um, i actually think that's one of the reasons my name is allison and i'm addicted to sugar (laughs) (laughs) I think that 
um, not eating bread has been a big game changer for me for not wanting sweets mm. because it's all those monosaccharides. See, I eat Ezekiel breads. So there's no sugar in it. It's all it's all sprouted grains. Mm. It's frozen. It's alive. I've had Ezekiel bread. Yeah, it's good. But I it's like as it. a vegan, it's a really good way to get all of your amino acids. Yeah, complete amino acids. Yeah, but totally. I think you're right. Like refined carbs and stuff. I don't really I don't really fuck with those, but I do fuck with a pint of ice cream. That's for yeah, sure. I mean, it's like if I'm going to have sugar, I don't want it to be a loaf of bread, right? Like, I oh, want no. a fucking chocolate cake. Fuck yeah. That cat made. Her chocolate yeah. cake is so good. Oh, yeah. So I can't good. wait. Anyway. I know. Now we're talking um, about cake. But I'm going <laughs> to... It always comes back to cake. Let them eat cake. Yes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but I'll link this book in the bio, and he talks about, like, things that come in our food that we don't even realize are mm-hmm. in there that are so bad for the body long term. Mm-hmm. Um, and some things I think we've all heard about, like, um, you know, various chemicals and things that get into the water, and then it, or mercury and stuff, heavy metals. So bad. Um, you know, we know about some of them, but we don't talk about it a lot. We don't att- talk about how it affects our adrenal glands. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Natalia brought those up today. Oh, really? She gave me a supplement that I need to take. Yeah. Yeah, you really don't want to have adrenal depletion. Mm. It's not good for you. I couldn't tell you why anymore because it's been a while since I read the book. But <laughs> Like we said, we're not doctors. Anyway, um, <laughs> I feel like we'll end up calling this episode something like for the love of making the change. Yes. And we've both made an That's active true. choice to change the way we live. And, you know, these are tools that we use. So if they can mm-hmm. help you, great. If this is not for you and you want to go buy 50 Ways to Eat Cock, which, by the way, is a great stocking stuffer for all you little lovers out there that want to get your She's raunchy friends. Chicken. Oh, yeah. You want to get your raunchy meat-eating friends a great stocking stuffer or a gag gift? 50 Ways to Eat Cock. I love it. Hysterical. (laughs) I can't. I wish I still ate chicken. Oh, no. (laughs) For the sake of just to, like, use the cookbook. Well, you could buy it and then just, like, substitute the chicken for something else. I've literally never thought to do that. You know? Because I still have some cookbooks from pre-vegs, and I use them and I just put like tofu or like if it calls for butter I'll use vegan butter or you know there's little things you can do too Mm -hmm. I think that really help and and when I started my weight loss with 21 day fix I really wanted to kill myself like I'm not I'm not even kidding like I'm just gonna lay it all out there I was like this sucks like I can't believe I can't eat this like the the container to put oil in or peanut butter is the size of your thumb and it's like what you're telling me I can't eat the things I like to eat But then at the same time, it's like, all right, well, if you're expecting change, you can't do the same thing that you've always done. You have to make a change. You actually have to change it up. Otherwise, you're just going to get the same results. So I was like, if I'm going to commit to this, I'm going to fucking commit. And I did it. I I did it for two months straight, and I lost 40 pounds, like, right off the bat. Yeah. So you just have to find what works for you and make little compromises. And I started with, like, cutting creamer from my coffee. Now oh, I yeah, just I drink, drink black. black. Yeah. I started drinking black coffee in college because I was like, why would I add the extra calories to the milk if I can tolerate it black? Exactly. Just add some cinnamon to that bitch. You're fine. I've never done that. Oh, it's so good. If you have, like, a real brewing machine, like, I used to have, like, a real coffee maker, I used to put the cinnamon in with the coffee grinds and then brew it. It's really satisfying. It's good. Oh, sounds little yummy. little cinnamon, a little nutmeg. Mm. I love that. Goes a long way. And at night for my sweet treat, for anyone that was curious, because, you know, I just told you I love sweets, 
I would have a rice cake. I looked forward to this every night, I swear to God. I'd have a rice cake with a very thin layer of peanut butter, like almost non-existent, with honey and cinnamon, and then three chocolate-covered almonds. Three. I feel like Cher. I had five peanut peanut M&Ms, two pieces of turkey bacon. I feel like such a heifer. Um, also, oh my gosh. Punch doesn't really know Clueless, but I know a lot of you will know that No, reference. but you know what it does make me think of is, em- <laughs> um, what's her name? Emily Blunt in... Um, oh yeah, the devil wears part. She's like every time I feel like I'm gonna faint, I eat a cube of cheese. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and when I watched that movie for the first time, I was like, maybe I should try that. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, same. <laughs> That's so funny. I was like, I could definitely do that if I could go a year of my life having like just, just a little of bit cheese. of smoothie. I think I could like sustain on cheese. But I guess the whole point is it's not sustainable. And oh, I, no. And I think that the reason I've kept the weight off, for the most part, you know, I, I gained some COVID. I gained, like, the COVID-19 this year. I mean, let's let's just lay let's it be out honest. there. Let's be honest. We all gained it's a been little a rough during year. COVID. I, like, lost some, and then I gained it all yeah, back. Yeah, me too. I, like, was losing weight, and then things, like, still didn't open. And then I went back to a job I was unhappy at. Yeah. And then I, and then I took my career by s- storm, really. And now I... Uh, I'm just now finally starting to have enough of a routine with my new jobs to Good. get my eating back on track. Good. Because that is always the first thing that goes for me. Yes. And always. When I go through a breakup of any kind, I take comfort in food. My friends are like, I've lost 10 pounds during this breakup. I'm like, what, bitch? I've gained it. I, I stop eating. And then as soon as I start to feel a little better, then I eat too much. And so I'll like binge. lose five pounds and then I gain ten. And then I was like drinking. I just was very oh, yeah, like naughty. Yeah. yeah alcohol is the other thing. If you're trying to lose weight, alcohol is not your friend, ladies and gentlemen. Alcohol is the devil, essentially. Like you can have one four ounce glass a week. A week. If you want to lose weight. If you really want to see results. Let that sink in. Moment of silence. R.I.P. Wine. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I mean. You just you just have to be okay with who you are. And then you find these people, you find these men who make you feel so good about yourself. And I think that uh, with Don Juan, like Erica said last week, he made me question everything about myself and made me feel less than. Uh, right. And Hot Toddy is like the complete opposite. Like he can't get enough of this bod i love that for hot toddy i do too and he's so great he is great we all had dinner the other night and it was great we did sunday sunday night dins yes (laughs) where eddie found out that i have a love for abbreviations yes yes he did (laughs) and we made a delicious root veggie curry and over rice we had a nice salad with a little mustard apple cider vinegar dressing a little um, avocado and cashew all of those things are all whole foods they're all good for you like people are like oh rice oh my god it's like no you need that you need some carbs like i i know keto is like the, the fad. only right the only carbs i really do buy i don't really buy much rice yeah um but potatoes and rice are pretty much the only yeah. carbs i consume anymore and they're and like you need those kind of carbs for your brain yeah you know, I mean, there's tons or of science. Carbs. Yeah. I, I mean, technically, I, I actually have a massive pet peeve when people are like, I don't eat carbs. I only eat fruits and vegetables. I'm like, um, there's so many carbs in fruit. I'm like, fruits and vegetables, <laughs> like, 
are carbs. Yeah. I don't know if you but know that. But they're carbs. Yeah. They're like the acceptable carbs. They're the right carbs, which is why I eat a lot of those. But I do not eat a lot of complex carbs. Complex carbs. Like, and uh, like biscuit. But I think what we're saying is we're not experts and this is just what what works for us and somehow we ended up on this topic and it's really great. I really um, I've enjoyed talking about it. Yeah. Same actually. Right? No, I'm glad I'm glad we ended up on this topic. This topic, yeah. But I guess to answer your question, I think that um spirituality and yoga and sh- the chakras and reiki and all of that finds you when you need it the most. Kind of like friends. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Like there's a reason we've met. Yeah. Hello for the love of punch and aloe. But while Paige and I were just chatting, I pulled some cards. I actually pulled three cards for you guys because I just felt that with December 14th on the horizon, on the horizon, my god which is actually monday and that's when this podcast will come out so if you're listening get your shit together before the eclipse this evening Mm -hmm. and this message is for all of you guys and i think that it's going to be for natalia literally told me it's for the next 18 years so just make sure your energy is on point on on monday you know like hopefully this will be your guide and you will appreciate it so the first one I pulled is Hawk Spirit. And I'm going to read one and then give it to Paige to read. It's hard to hold the microphone and flip through pages. So Hawk Spirit, uh, let spirit be your guide. I feel like that's very applicable to what we've been talking about. Flying high above the landscape, the hawk sees both the big picture and the small details, observes the rain and the pond as well as the cloud, and it doesn't miss anything. When Hawk Spirit arrives, you are called to pay close attention to messages from Spirit that can appear anywhere in any form. Listen to your intuition and keep your eyes open for synchronicities, the meaningful coincidences. Hawk Spirit asks you not to dismiss the signs that Spirit is sending to guide you. I feel like this is totally for me because I'm just like, what? You want me to do what? No. (laughs) Lately, have you been hearing the same word or song or coming across the same symbol here, there, and in the strangest places? Perhaps you hear a song on the radio with just the right lyric pertaining to your query. If you, oh, to your query. Or you begin to notice uncanny billboards. Sorry about that. License plates or other places where repetitive numbers or words show up for you to notice. I all of a sudden can't read. Pay attention to the animals that appear for you and connect with their symbolism. Spirit wants to communicate and reach out again and again. When Hawk Spirit appears, it is a sign to listen. All right, <laughs> Layla. <laughs> the next one is the Sandpiper Spirit. Be playful, and it's a protection message. So, uh, page 51. Fun fact, my sister used to chase the sandpipers on the beach when we were growing up. Oh, my God, I did too. Yeah? Yes. I love them. All right. So, it's the protection. Okay. Sandpiper Spirit. When your heart is heavy and life seems to weigh you down, Sandpiper Spirit's message is to lighten your burden by finding joy and humor in the everyday. Become like a playful child, filled with curiosity and wonder, and soon you will find you feel your own spirit lift. A few minutes or hours of fun-filled delight is exactly what you need now. Enjoy the ridiculousness of life and be willing to jump in. Let your inner goof out to express itself with abandon. I love that. 
I feel like I've been trying to embrace that side of me lately, actually. Yes, I love that. Yeah. And worry less. Yeah, be unabashedly me. Yeah. Natalia told me tonight, she's like, you need to stop worrying. What is wrong with you? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just going to flip this page for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, the last one is flamingo spirit. Embrace the in-between. Mm. Balance comes easily to flamingo spirit. Oh, our old old friend Balance. Uh, flamingo spirit who sees what was and what will be and stands strong in the face of uncertainty. You can be informed by what came before and plan for a future yet to be, but do not resist flamingo spirit's call to be fully present in the now, where the real magic happens. With one foot in the life you are moving away from, and one in the future as you become the one who leads the life of your highest intentions, you must make peace for the fact that you are not fully in either place. Embrace the in-between. The presence of Flamingo Spirit is also a sign that your creativity is arising within you and opportunities are beginning to present themselves. Remain here in a balanced state of mind, for there is much to know and learn before going forward with new plans. You can trust this moment and yourself as you take in what you see and become aware of all that you are experiencing in this in-between time. Wow. I feel like this is really powerful, especially because the manifestation that we can do tonight on Monday the 14th. So. Yeah. It's almost like remember the past and why you are where you are, but also look to the future and be intentional with what you want for it. Maybe take some time tonight and write it down like literally write out your dreams yeah i want a house that's gray with a pool you know what i mean if that's your dream write it out absolutely and then um one of the things you can do if you're like a little more into the woo and you want to take it one step further other than just like putting it out there um you can write everything that you want all the things you're trying to attract into your life write them on a piece of paper go put it under the moonlight um and underneath a glass of milk, if you don't drink dairy, like aloe and I don't, um, you can use coconut woke. You really want to use something white. Coconut woke. Coconut woke. <laughs> no, coconut milk or oat milk or something of that ilk. And <laughs> which is so funny because it's the milk ilk. <laughs> the milk ilk. <laughs> something of that ilk. And uh, something white, a white drink, because mm-hmm. it absorbs and is like Purifying. taking on yeah, the purification of the moonlight. And then... Um, it absorbs the intentions that you wrote down and you drink the milk and we did this on Halloween by the way yeah and you know what both of our lives we did so many things yeah. like who knows what it was or if it was all yeah. of it but two weeks later I'm at Hot Toddy there you go here's a catch and uh, I'm doing better so hell yeah we're just this is just great we literally no one could be listening to this but we're just gonna keep doing this because it's so great for us <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not the case we hope everybody listens and yeah, shares i don't think we've said yet rate review subscribe and share yes please guys we would really love it and we would really be thankful and appreciative and you know you guys are the shit and then we're the reason or you you're the reason that we do this yeah you know like Paige and i talk all the time like <laughs> like all the time. I'm pretty sure Aloe is the first person to call me most days. And vice versa. Yeah. Or the only person to call me most days. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And at least Punch knows I'm not a huge texter. Yeah. And all of my friends listening know that I suck at that too. So I, I yes. apologize. Pick up a phone. Call me. And listen, you guys, we need to, um, we really want to start incorporating you more yes. into our episodes. Um, one of the, th- the ideas we're toying around 
with is talking about what it's like to work from home with your significant other. Yes. Now, Aloe and I don't have that. So no. we want to hear from you. My, my, one of my clients actually requested that we talk about this. And so we've, we love the idea. Mm-hmm. So if you or someone you are close with is working at home with your significant other and you have any tips, tricks, or horror stories. Oh, send um, them to us. Like really, really I want to hear the horror stories, to yeah. be honest. You can, you can DM us. You can email us at fortheloveofpunchinaloe at gmail.com. Yep. You can add us on Instagram. Also, for the love of Punch and Aloe, um, A-L-L-O. That's right. And Unless you're uh, Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to the first episode, you, you know, <laughs> you're in the know. Um, but yeah, uh, send us your stories. We'd love to hear about it. If not, we're going to have to start soliciting the audience. Yeah, and honestly, we will feature it. But if you want to be anonymous, we That's can do that too. as well, too. Yeah. Or if you want the recognition and you're like, I, my name is Tom and I'm about to kill my wife, Bertha, you know. You can put that too. Yeah, and if you want us to come up on this fly with a really fun pseudonym for you, <laughs> like Bertha, <laughs> Ethel over here, <laughs> Mabel, <laughs> Mabel. <laughs> oh God! And this is the first time. Let me just also point out: this is the first time we've recorded sober. <laughs> so hopefully it's pretty good. I mean, I was sober last time. I think I'm pretty sure we had clinked I've some had glasses, some, some wine though, for sure. <laughs> um, yes, but also we're we're pretty sure we got the audio right this time, you guys. So oh, fingers yes. crossed that we can keep it. We know that it's been a little shoddy. Um, Thank you for hanging in thanks there. Thanks for hanging in there. We really appreciate it. We're figuring out the whole virtual thing. We're working on it so we can have more guests. Yeah, and normally I'd have my um, sound tech friend come help me but with COVID and everything it's just not panned out so we're figuring it out we're figuring it out from the closet <laughs> all right you guys so um we covered some really in-depth topics this week that we weren't really planning yeah. to but um I kind of like the impromptuness of it all me too so if you have any questions yeah. you can you can add us yeah <laughs> we like that actually we, we would love that yeah rate review subscribe share and we will see you next week Yes, and don't forget, set your intentions for the next 18 years this evening. Love you all. Have a good night. Bye.